Welcome to Tradeoffs, a show where ProfitWell's Patrick Campbell and Product Habits Heat and Shock collect data to understand the trade-offs product teams are making. In this episode, Heaton and Patrick discuss what users think about G Suite and Office 365 and how the productivity landscape is evolving. Let's talk about Office productivity software. G Suite and G Suite. Office 365. Head to head to see who's winning. And, and I think they're both winning, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> it's a total of 600 responses that we got on these surveys. It's crazy. So, yeah. but I think what's fascinating is that, like, you got to think about Microsoft Office for a yep. second and how it is 36 years old, something like that. 36 years old. I'm not old. counting correctly. 1983. That's no, crazy. you are. It's 17 plus 30, 19. 36, 36 years, years old. They were perpetual licensed yep. for so long. Box software. Old school. And then all of a sudden they were like, we're going to do this cloud thing. Um, and they got 180 million active users. Here's what's interesting, though. They did the cloud thing five years after G Suite launched in 06. That's interesting. And G Suite was 5 million paying businesses. 5 million. So there's probably businesses. a lot of active users on that. So yeah. it's a little bit yeah. closer. So we don't have still, the exact metric there. Yeah. But like they launched in 2006. Yep. That's kind of wild. That's really wild. 180 million users. I feel like Amazon Prime, TSA Pre. I'm trying to think who else has 180 million like paying users. Apple as a whole. Apple, like probably, yeah, yeah that kind of stuff. I mean, Spotify's got 70 million. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Pretty large. That's pretty wild. But anyways, so comparing these two products, like it's kind of fascinating because if you're in product, like you want to study the competition, I think. In this case, especially. Yeah. These and, are the two prevalent options. Yeah. And what I want to point out, though, yeah. is that these are products that are used by hundred over hundred hundreds of millions, both yeah, of them. Absolutely. Hundreds of millions of users. All those users are very, very different. Yeah, they are. And at least in this sample of 600 people, both products have high product market fit scores. They do. People are basically using these products daily. Yep. So, but what's interesting is that the number one reason people gave for G Suite is that they use it daily. Yeah. Right. While on Office 365, that's the third. So, Most 27% of 27% of people on G Suite yep. said that the reason they would be very disappointed is because they use it daily. That's right. 18% on Office 365. Is that a good thing? Oh, I just use it daily, so I'd be very disappointed. Uh, that almost feels like they're forced to use it. Yeah, right. In a way, it's like, well, it's there, yeah. so I have to use it. I have to use and it. And I use it all day, every day, whatever, right? Yeah. On Office 365, people said they use it at work, Yeah. right? 19% of people said they use it at work. Uh, G Suite, I think one of the most interesting things about G Suite that didn't come up for Office 365 is the holds a lot of my information, so that's yeah. 11%. Collaboration and sharing, that's 10%. Yeah. And those two things are really useful uh, pieces of information. Yeah. When you kind of do this kind of research compared to my work depends on it, which is 14% for Office 365. Yeah. And this is what's kind of, this is what's kind of scary, at least in yeah. my opinion, which is Office 365. If you look at the top four answers, very familiar, used at work, used daily, my work depends on it. There's nothing there that is value driven, at least in my opinion. Um, you look at G Suite, top four answers, used daily, holds a lot of my information, collaboration and sharing, work slash personal. So holds a lot of my information and collaboration and sharing. Those are more value property, in my opinion. Yeah. And Let's talk about very familiar, though. Yeah. Office 365. Think? Yeah. No one said that about G Suite. Well, I think it's you well, know, I mean, familiar. 36, 36 years old. Yeah. Right? Versus about 13 years old. Yeah. And when I just look at this from a value proposition standpoint, mm. if I were Office 365 and I were the Microsoft team and I was the PMs on that and I saw very familiar as the number one thing, 20% of people, yeah. I would double, triple down on that. 
I would just be like, you know this thing. <laughs> you just know it. Like for all yeah. like product just, marketing, just, just, everything just like that. Just say you know it. It's, it's yeah. what you know. Why would you use anything else? Oh, that's interesting. It's what you know. It's Especially because you know. people are saying it's what you yeah. know. <laughs> well, you couldn't. And, yeah. and that's what's so fascinating about this yeah. space is like for, for Microsoft, it's we don't appreciate because we were like, oh, it's clunky and bloated. Sure. We don't appreciate people, right? Like, we yeah. Care about that. But we yeah. don't appreciate how much work it was to make Excel as powerful as it is. So true. And we also don't or appreciate even Word for that matter for those 180 yeah. million users. They're all using a different 20 percent of these products. Correct. Uh, what's the primary benefit that you've received from these products? Mm. Um, what I love about this one is that the same primary benefit exists for both of them, which is easy to use. Yeah, because most people, right. you, it, it's kind yeah. of, I feel like it's kind of like Comcast. Comcast <laughs> has, apparently they've won all these customer success awards, <laughs> but like I haven't met anyone yeah, who's like, I had great feel, customer right. success. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then with Office 365, that word familiar rears its head again and it's like 8%. But, you know, like the thing we should really be talking about here is the fact that people mention Gmail so much. For G Suite. talk about G Suite. Yeah, number one answer, 13% of people said that's the primary benefit yeah. that they receive. And that's also, I, I would bet you, is the gateway. That's well, how I started but, with G Suite. Well, nobody says that about Office 365. No. They don't say Outlook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one mentions Outlook anymore. No. And I think a lot of folks, at least at newer companies, they're being forced to go from Outlook to G Suite yeah. through Gmail. Yep. Because it is so cheap and it is so just good. Yeah. You know, it does what it's supposed to do. Yeah. So email is the reason people are, you know, saying they love G Suite. Um, and what I found fascinating was that uh, the basically the the value props of these products are obviously different, Yep. right? Like G Suite really started because of the collaboration and those aspects. Yeah, yeah. And like 9% of people said syncing across devices. Yeah. 12% said everything in one place. While with Office 365, I was really shocked to see this, but Word is 7%. They actually mentioned Word. That's why. So they mentioned Gmail and G Suite. They mentioned Word in Office 365. Yeah. And then they say for Office 365, which totally blew my mind, it makes my work easier. Yeah, but if right? you think of like, but the average, average person who's using these products yeah. or the f- people who like are hell-bent on Hardcore. that certain specific 20%, like yeah. finance people, I think you're right. Yeah. It's just fascinating that like this is what comes Lawyers. Up. Word. Yeah. I Like, does your lawyer work with Google Docs? No. No. Word. I, that's the only, for Word a long time, day. the only reason yeah. we needed Microsoft Word was for lawyers. Yeah. The, the redlining. The redlining is amazing, time right? It's the collaboration <laughs> and the redlining. Yeah. yeah totally. Which is so wild. It really is. Now, what's interesting, though, is that we start to see some divergence here Big time. in recommendation. Yep. So we asked, you know, have you ever recommended G Suite or Office 365? And, and these are, we asked two different groups Separately. about G Suite yeah. and Office 365. 90% have recommended G Suite. Yep. Only 60% Office 365. That's right. 60% is not terrible. No, it's not. Like it's doing pretty good, but 90%. That's amazing. That's out of control, yeah. right? And it could just be age. You think that's what it is? It could be. Yeah. Right? Like a little bit of the hype factor. It's something new. More than new. double as old. Yeah. G Suite's still new. We're still we're in the cloud now. Yeah. And that's a fantastic thing. And yeah. when you compare the Office 365 experience to the G Suite one from a cloud perspective, sure. Oh, it's like night and day. But G Suite is so easy. It is easy. I Microsoft have Office yes. is insane. It's insane. Office 365, I can't I can't even find the right login page. We then signed up for it and we got like five calls from them. Oh, really? I yeah. don't I don't think they've ever called me. Yeah. But every time I need to add a user because someone needs Excel, it's really the only reason we use it. 
every time that happens, I get, it's a half hour of my time and it's so frustrating. It's like a learning curve. I get so frustrated because I search for it. And then there's like so many variations of the product and they all have different login pages. Then I go to the login. Then I can't figure out like where I'm supposed to log, like where I'm supposed to do the information. And then it's like, well, you have these many licenses. It shows you how many licenses, but even like the ones that you're not, you're using, but haven't used. It's like just so confusing. Yeah. And so I think it's like when, when someone recommends like, oh, what should I do for my email and stuff like that? Like. I'm ne- I would never say Office 365. Just go use G Suite. Yeah, just go day. use Gmail. Yeah. I would just say Gmail. I wouldn't yeah, even Gmail. say G Suite. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be like, oh, yeah, go use Gmail. That's how we got it set up. You can do your custom domain, all that kind of fun stuff. Product market fit over time. It's probably one of the most interesting things you can think about as a um, product manager. Yep. It's not over time like, oh, does product market fit change over time? It's more over time like of as usage. someone's usage yeah. of the product increases, does product market fit change? Sure. And when you can look at it with that kind of slice of like the age of the user, basically, mm. the age of the customer uh, with your product and their experience, we, we see a little bit of a different story. Yeah. So G Suite on average is about 65%, very disappointed. Yep. Uh, for folks who have used it for over five years, it's 79%. Got it. And then with Office 365, it's 53% on average. But then it goes up to 67% when it's over five years. Hmm. And when you look at the year one data, it's much lower. These products don't have product market fit for year one. Yeah. Well, this is that lock-in effect, Yeah. right? Once Where you get your stuff in there. Once you get your stuff in there, then you have product market fit and you'd be very disappointed. We kind of saw this with Dropbox and some yep. other folks where it's like after a couple of years, it's, it's you can't – like the switching cost just gets so high that – it, it's unless you're going to be cathartic and just delete everything. <laughs> you're kind of just like, I can't. You're in it. I would be very disappointed. Maybe I'm not happy, but I would be very, very disappointed if I had like switch out. Yeah. And I'll bet even things like Evernote are sitting in the same place when, yeah. when you look at the data like this. So it's something where if you're a PM and you're not looking at product market fit from the perspective of how long folks have been using your product, I think you might miss some really key insights, especially if you're focused on spaces like this where like yeah. people invest heavily. So, you know, productivity is one of those. Sure. Right, sure, even sure, something sure. where like with Spotify, if they were more focused on creating your own playlist, yeah, right, and over time you had all these playlists that you loved, like of course you don't want to lose it. So one of the things I'd be looking at is like what is year one, yeah, what is the first three months, and what's the product market fit, and if it's low in these spaces, it's okay. Yeah. I bet Notion is really low early on. Sure, 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 right? sure. and then it goes up over time. Totally, you'd want to understand that. Well, and also I think this is an opportunity of where to attack your competitor. Absolutely. Right. Now, yeah. the problem I see with something like this is that if I implement Gmail, like even within three months, like switching over to Office 365 would be a huge pain in the butt. That's so true. So it's like thinking about you probably don't want to come in the first three months, but you might want to come in the first year. Yeah. And then make it super easy to port everything over. Yep. What I also found was really interesting is like how these could be improved. Yep. Because I think we still see some divergence here as well, right? So Office 365, so like top four answers for Office 365, 15% of people said it's too expensive. 6% of people said make it free. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was usage. So 10% of people said basically easier to use or make a feature easier to use, right? You go to G Suite, all of a sudden you have like a very, very different like lens. Completely. Um, You got 6% of people said more storage, which is very, very functional. Super. You, you have 5% of the people who said build more products. And then 4% of people said things around privacy, right? My favorite. Which is like, so there's nothing here about price or cost. No, not right? in G Suite. And what's kind of interesting is that Office 365 is not that more expensive no. than G Suite at all. But it's like you said earlier, they have lots of different pricing and packaging. Yep. And it's exactly. confusing. So you don't know. Yeah, I don't even know so, what I'm paying. So, so you think it's expensive. 
Yeah. Because you just or don't you think know. it's like just too yeah, much too to much work going with, on. Essentially, I found I found this very interesting because like the divergence yeah. in the two products is like pretty like clear to see here. Yeah. Because like Office three sixty five. No one said they want more features. Yeah, they're like they want the too features many. easier to use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, with G Suite, they're like build more stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, we yeah. Like give us stuff. more stuff. Build yeah, more yeah, stuff. Yeah. Really fascinating yeah. difference when you look at like the product strategies both companies can have when you look at the sentiment people have with the products themselves. Sure. Right. Without the competitive lens. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think it's interesting. The privacy thing on G Suite was kind of fascinating. That one blows my mind. Yeah, because I don't think because of Google. But it's funny because I'm pretty sure you don't get ads with paid Gmail. I don't think you do. Everyone has a personal Gmail. Yeah. Like you can reasonably say that. Not everyone, but you know, lots of people do. So they're probably seeing the same interface with the ads and then they go to work and they're like, oh. That's interesting. Right? So like, I dig into privacy a lot more probably. Totally. Like just to kind of get a good lens on it and understanding. G Suite respondents, half of them, 51% said Microsoft Office and 27% said not sure. Um, and I think they're both really aware of each other. Of course, but 72 versus 51 is yeah. it's a stark difference yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like in, in terms of that. And then the not sure is 20% with yeah. Office 365. And then there's a long tail. Um, I found the open source or whatever alternative of open office at 8%. Pretty cool. It's just fascinating. Like this is the reason we did this. Yeah. Right? Because they're pit, pit against each other. Yeah. Basically. And they're just, they're basically yeah. competing against against one another. And I think this is where it also gets interesting when we look at net yep. promoter score. Yes. So scale of negative 100 to 100, 100, measure of customer satisfaction. You have NPS for G Suite 43. Pretty strong. It's pretty People strong for a, for a B2B product. Absolutely. And then you have Office 365 NPS of... 14. 14. People aren't exactly satisfied. They're not as pumped. No. And I mean, I think there's a way we could look at this and we could say, hey, Office 365 has a wider base, but Gmail has just, or G Suite has just as wide of a base. I think a lot of this net promoter score stuff has a lot to do with experience. Yeah. Right? And if there's an alternative that's better, it's better. What's funny is like I would, if I was given an NPS, like just thinking personally, G Suite, I probably would give like, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. Uh, Microsoft Office 365. Yeah, and I don't think that that, I think to your point, I don't think any of that is based on the functionality or the features. Yeah. I think it's all based on the experience. It's just the experience. Yeah, I, I get yeah. the same value and yeah. you couldn't, I, would, I, I yeah. would be very disappointed if you got rid of Excel, yeah. but I just couldn't, I don't really like, I don't really think beyond that experience. And I think this is this is so true to like cloud first versus not cloud first. So, G Suite is cloud first. Yeah. They built it in the cloud. They were the first ones to bring this whole experience into the cloud. Mm. Office 365 had to play catch up. Mm. And it took them five years to play catch up. Yeah. But they didn't start that way. Yeah. They're great at box software. Yeah. Right. They still are great at box software, even though software doesn't come in boxes anymore. Sure. Right. It's kind of amazing when you think about it like that of like the fact that they can they can launch it and get to 100 million, 180 million. Yeah. uh, Like overnight. Yeah. Right. Like (laughs) and still like the sentiment isn't strong. Just the whole concept of Google, as you were just alluding to, starting with kind of the basics and the core functionality. Yep. Because there's so many, it's almost like we're unraveling something like Office 365. Yep. Where there's enough people who just don't love that experience and they're just like, just give me the basics. Don't make it complicated. Make it a little bit easier to use yeah. or even a lot of, a lot of bit easier to <laughs> and use. And I'm happy. And I'll be happy. Yeah. And I'll actually be so much happier than I was with Microsoft Office 365. Right. And I almost feel bad for Office 365. Like it's unappreciated. Like it's just unappreciated how much power is actually there. But 
a lot of us, we don't need that power anymore. No, we don't. You can just simply look at both products and the product teams can learn from the other product, yeah. right? And what is actually working. Like for G Suite, I think it's like, how do you bring more power? Yeah. How do you support Microsoft stuff more, yeah. right? And better. Uh, and that seems really clear, whether it's file compatibility or just being able to add more functionality into Sheets so that it gets closer to Excel. Do you it think, isn't a desktop yeah. app. And another bold move would be make a desktop app. You think Let so? people download Sheets. Yeah. And give them the power. But do you of, think like when you think of the trade-offs It's a there, crazy idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was just about to say like even with like Fusion Tables, which I think they recently killed or they're about to kill, like there's so many different things when you look at like those hardcore finance folks. Yeah. Like is it is it something where basically like they need to go all in and create like a standalone product to go after like an Excel competitor essentially? Well, imagine G Suite for finance. Yeah, that would be interesting. Right? Like, like, yeah. like if you care about that audience – you go after it. But do you probably care, a lot of money there. Do you care about that audience? Like in the sense of, like, do you think if you were the product team, is that audience big enough to care? There's finance teams in every company. Sure. And they really are locked into Excel. Excel, yeah. So then it's more about, is it worth your time to build that, build that out and actually go spend the multi-year effort to go actually mess with Office 365 somewhere where, like, I think they might not be on onto it. Because Excel's good enough. They're used to Excel. Yeah. Well, but there's no like segmentation to say finance folks, here you go. Yeah. Because Office 365 is just ingrained. It's there. Like it's Excel, yeah. right? So imagine G Suite saying we're going to go after one of your core audiences. So similar to I like think, I think it's a strong. Like bold Go- move. they came out with Google Hire, then yeah. coming out with something like Some this. Some bold yeah. moves there, right? That so, would be a bold move. Yeah. I think it would be an interesting like trade off to look at what they lose out on, like because that's you know that's a that's a whole team like a persona based team essentially. Yeah. And like, is there a trade off that like? like Office 365 is making? I, I can't really think of one. I think it's more just like, hey, we, we put this in the cloud. I can't think of like anything advanced that they've done, like any major updates. I'm sure if I really cared about something, like I would notice if it was updated or not. I think they just slapped the thing into the cloud. You think that's just all and it was? Tra- yeah, and I think that they just had to do that. And I think we say that like yeah. that was just a really easy move. Yeah, I'm and sure I bet was that insane. was already hard enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because you know, that was five years in the making. They had to have seen G Suite and been like, oh, we need to do this. Yeah. Because the world's going this way. Yeah. They yeah. know the world's going this way. Right? The other way to look at it is like the Office 365 and that this suite, just Office, mm-hmm. it's their bread and butter. Yeah. At this point. Totally. The operating system isn't anymore. Yeah. This is their bread and butter. So it, it's kind of bold where they're at and what they're doing. I think if they don't if they don't really respond to this user experience problem, yeah. Or just the experience as a whole, there's probably gonna be more erosion over time. Cool. You know what else is fascinating? Of course I do. What is it? ProductTradeoffs.com. ProductTradeoffs.com. Get your bonuses. Where you can subscribe and get your bonuses and from trade-offs. Or and not friends, as friends. Patrick would say. Yeah, not your friends. It's not friend club. It's no, product. It's, it's, it's true. not it's friend product. club. No, it's true. It's product. Tell your competitors. Tell your, no. <laughs> Tell <laughs> your colleagues. I had to throw that in there. Tell your colleagues and acquaintances yeah. that they should there watch trade-offs and get the data. There and then go. do the data yourself. There you go. Awesome. We'll see you next week. Bye.